Welcome to Living Life. Today is June 19th. That's an easy date for me to remember because it's my parents' anniversary, but it's also my birthday. And that's why I'm wearing this blue shirt because my parents on their anniversary were able to say, it's a boy. And I just have really enjoyed my life. And there is something that I did when I was 30 years old that I want to share with you briefly. And that is I made a decision when I was 30 years old on my birthday that I wanted to be able to be 60 years old and be able to do 60 push-ups. And so I came up with a plan that every time I take a shower, I'll first get down on the ground and do push-ups equal to how old I am. So on that day, I did 30 push-ups. Well, today I did take a shower early in the morning and I had to add one more push-up to my routine. And I'm on my way to being able to be 60 years old and being able to do 60 push-ups. Now that's a good physical discipline for my body and it's important to have a vision of what we want and then to put some means into place to fulfill that intention and decision that we've made. As true as it is for our physical life, it's true for our spiritual life and that we need to be involved in spiritual disciplines. And what you're doing right now with living life, this is a good spiritual discipline. So let's be ready now to hear God's word. Jeremiah chapter 17, verses 12 through 18. A glorious throne, exalted from the beginning, is the place of our sanctuary. Lord, you are the hope of Israel. All who forsake you will be put to shame. Those who turn away from you will be written in the dust because they have forsaken the Lord, the spring of living water. Heal me, Lord, and I will be healed. Save me, and I will be saved for you are the one I praise. They keep saying to me, Where is the word of the Lord? Let it now be fulfilled. I have not run away from being your shepherd. You know I have not desired the day of despair. What passes my lips is open before you. Do not be a terror to me. You are my refuge in the day of disaster. Let my persecutors be put to shame, but keep me from shame. Let them be terrified, but keep me from terror. Bring on them the day of disaster. Destroy them with double destruction. So Jeremiah is calling for salvation for God's people, but he knows that they have turned their back on the living God. And so we read in verse 13 of our text, Jeremiah says, Lord, you are the hope of Israel. All who forsake you will be put to shame. How true that is even to today. I was speaking 
at a church where I was a youth pastor on a Sunday evening. And afterwards, this youth, a girl, came up to me and she just wanted to pour her heart out to me. And she said how miserable she was because she had turned to boys for her happiness, but all they did were, was disappoint her and hurt her. And then she said, Pastor Steve, I turned to drugs and they didn't bring me what my heart really wanted. And I turned to alcohol and she went on to share a few more things that she looked to to bring her her happiness. And then she just looked at me and she said, I am so miserable. To which then I responded, isn't that wonderful? And then she said, well, haven't you been listening to me? And I said, of course I have. What you now know is that everything the world has to offer and says, this will bring you your happiness. You know more than anyone here in this sanctuary that it's a lie. It's deceiving. And so where is the one place you have not put your trust in? Who have you not turned to? And she smiled and she said, Jesus? And I said, yes. Would you like to enter into a life with God now through Jesus Christ? And she did, and she opened up her life to the Lord. And I just want to tell you, as a pastor, that is one of the joys of ministry. But there's also another side to our ministry, and that is when we have to share things about how people are going away from the Lord and that they need to turn back and repent. That's what Jeremiah had to do in his day. And so as a shepherd, he really had to have wisdom and strength to be a faithful witness. We read about that in verse 16 of our text today where he says, I have not run away from being your shepherd. You know, he was one that was going to lead and guide the people even if he had to tell them things that they didn't want to hear or even that they didn't have ears to hear this judgment that was being placed upon them. I know that there was a time in my ministry in my first church when I really felt like God was calling me to tell the people that I'm going to pray for God's heavy hand to be placed upon them. And that comes from God's word in Psalm 32 when David had not confessed his sin and he then said that it was like God's heavy hand was upon his life. So I told the people that I was going to be praying for that, that God would have his heavy hand upon them. And they didn't like that. And they really didn't want to hear about it. But about a month into me praying that way, it came out, it was exposed that there was a key leader in the church who was mistreating a young girl in the church. So much so that it went to trial and he went to prison because of what he was doing. Well, there were other things that 
were happening in the church that God exposed throughout the year. And at the end of the year, after all of this had been dealt with, people just said, there just seems like a fresh moving of God's Spirit here at our church. And so I know that there are some pastors that I might be speaking to right now, and I just want to encourage you to be faithful to your call. And if God is calling you to tell people to repent, I want to ask you that you would be faithful and that you would trust that God would do a great work in your people's lives. And so for all of us, though, that we would be faithful to the calling of God upon our lives, first and foremost, for salvation. And so if there's anyone that's listening or watching to this, and you've never really put your trust in Jesus Christ, I invite you to do so, to enter into a life with God that starts now and will go on into all eternity. Let's be a people who are faithful to our Lord and we are faithful witnesses for our Lord. And let's do so to God's glory and our joy. As we close today and this being my birthday, I do wanna say that I am so thankful for my life. I'm thankful for my loving parents and for my family, for my friends. I'm very thankful for my Lord who has saved me and has given me a call into ministry. And I really wanna be a faithful shepherd of God's people. And I just wanna encourage you with how God has called you to be his child that you would be a faithful witness for him. Let me pray for you at this time. Heavenly Father, we are so thankful for life and breath and all things. We thank you for your precious promises. Lord, we thank you for the opportunity we have to be witnesses for Jesus Christ. Father, I want to ask that you would encourage those who are witnessing to their family and friends, and maybe they feel like their message is just going on deaf ears, or that people are even opposed to it, that you would encourage them to remain faithful. And may they do so in such a way that they would evidence in the way they live that they have a faith and a trust, a hope and a confidence in Jesus Christ. And it's in his name that we do pray. Amen. For a single soul, reaching a further and stepping in closer, see